Welcome into another episode of the Common Dad Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore common underscore dad and on Facebook at the common dad. As always, don't forget to leave a five star review on any, you know, anywhere you can listen to the podcast and we'll read it live on the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about dads getting stressed out or burned out. Guys, has this ever happened to you? It happens to me probably too much. Um, but I definitely see it as a problem in in my life. And I, I notice a, a good bit around, you know, other dads that I know. Have you guys experienced the same? So, so, you know, I think it happens. And I think it, it is something that's extremely difficult to avoid as not only as a parent, but as specifically as a as a dad, there's this kind of um, desire to be everything that that you can be for your family. And as such, anytime any issue comes up, it's, I'll fix it, right? And even in relationships, like, I've had to learn with Yanni, go mildly related tangent here. Um, A lot of times you you listen to your wife. And um, I read something once that was like, that helps relationships where you where as you're listening, you say, is this a fix it? Or you just need me listen. Um, because oftentimes as guys, our scenario is we hear somebody in some form of distress and we want to fix whatever's going on Immediately. with that situation. So, you know, you, your son enrolls in T-ball and you say, okay, well, I'll go. And my initial thing when I showed up at that parent meeting was I'm going to help if they need help. If they got it handled, I'm good. Like I'm not that. He's four. I'm not going to be overbearing, um, but I'll help. And they came around and handing packets. And I said, well, they're like, are you going to help coach? I said, I'll help if they need me. He's like, all right, so you're going to be a head coach. I said, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'll help. And he goes, so you're going to be a head right. coach. That's awesome. Because they needed head coaches for T-ball. Mm-hmm. And every, as I, as I've experienced now, this is Matthew's third season. Every year there's a, there's no less than two teams that literally have no coach with no coaching and in fact one of those teams this year had some guy who is who's coached previously in Miami Lakes with no kids or relatives or anybody on the team but because he's coached before and they had no dads willing to step up he stepped up and coached a bunch of strangers kids so it's okay I'll take that on and okay well now we need an all-star coach okay well my team Mm -hmm. did pretty good I've been doing this three years my team has kind of been together. I know how to do a lot of this. Like I have more experience than these other coaches. These are first-year coaches. I guess I, I'll step up. I, I can handle that. And then, oh, by the way, we're moving to a new house. And, you know, there's certain physical limitations my wife has with regards to moving boxes and everything with bad knees and bad back and so on and so forth. Um, other graceful injuries she's accumulated over the years. And so it's, well, I'll get the truck and I'll move this and I'll make a run to the dumpster and I'll make a run for this. And, and you just start taking on all kinds of all the manly stuff, right? Well, that's but what it, a man does. I got to do it. Don't learn. Right. If you don't learn how to say no to certain things, it's very easy to very quickly wind up over your head and over your head. And if you're, so, if you're listening, you can't obviously see Ryan, but he's literally doing the podcast in his baseball gear because he, we just, just we walked had in, right? So second to the last game, right? We had. Up. I mean, and this is a commitment. You're an example. I want to be a part of right this. Now, yeah. 
this is a, okay, well, I've committed to this, but I've also committed to the all-star team and we've got a game that was 35 minutes away in Cooper city. And we had to, we wrap that game and we come back down here and, and I set up, I give the kids a kiss. I go to bed, tuck them in and then run down here and, and start recording. It's and the, so it's, it's the overcommitment thing. And not to say that it, an overcommitment is probably a bad word because what you're doing is awesome. You know what I mean? Like what you're doing, you'll never forget. Your kid will never forget what right. you're doing. Like these will be memories forever. But just right. because it's awesome doesn't mean it doesn't stress you out and burn you out. They can both be well, true at the same and time. There's a realization eventually that if you if you divide yourself across a multitude of commitments, you're rarely giving 100% to any of them. Yeah, that. absolutely. And so it's... I want to give 100% to baseball. I want to give 100% to the podcast. I want to give 100% to work. I want to give 100% to the house move. I want to give 100% to my wife. It's just not realistic. And you start adding those things up and you wind up giving bits and pieces. You're, yeah, that's a great word. You're overstretched. Um, so overcommitment, I, I think, is an appropriate word because you want to be able, when you commit to something, the idea is you should be able to commit 100%. True. You don't commit to something and say, well, I'm going to commit 50%. No, the idea is you commit 100%. And so when you overcommit, you're not meeting your commitment. I know that's a lot of no, words I, here. No, I agree but, with all that. Um, and when I first thought about this, I thought about work, but I, I don't well, know, Drew, you can... I feel like this happens more at, not home, but... In every other aspect other yeah, than work, work is that's really where his, it happens. Historically, work is where most of my stresses typically come from. Um, it it tends to be a very, it's seasonal. So in season, it's 10, 12, 14 hour days at times, nonstop. You're barely even taking a lunch break. You're eating your lunch break at, you know, your desk while you're still cranking it's it's busy, 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 and then you come home and your family hasn't seen you for 10 hours, and of course the kids want to play and want to do all this other stuff, and oh yeah, we have to do this and that, and I said I would replace this light in the hallway, and you know, the garbage disposal stopped mm -hmm. working, so I've got to go to Home Depot and do that, and I remember there was one time um, our water heater um, went out and flooded our garage, completely flooded Jeez. the garage went out and i and took, it always happens like right when so you get home from work right? i had my wife pick us up pick me up one time in like our truck yes. from work and i went on a work break one day and bought a water heater dropped it off went back to work mm -hmm. then the next day i took my lunch break went home uninstalled the previous bad water heater dragged it out to the curb, went back to work. And then like the next day I took my lunch break, went home, installed the new water heater. Gosh. So it's like I tried to manage Jeez. this honey-do list, which wasn't necessarily a honey-do list. It was a gotta-do list. Um, you're okay. not going to, I mean, how long, how long are you going to go without hot showers? Like that's just not going to happen. Um, but right, I did it have to, work you have to do that now. I was working 10, 12 hour days and like my colleagues all knew what was happening. So like they were telling me do what you got to do. But at the end of the day, my clients still need to get what they need. So it's like, I was trying to really balance 
pulling from work and and stretching my time while still getting the things done that I needed to get done. And that was a situation that I was kind of forced into, not necessarily that I didn't know how to say no to, but I think a lot of times it can be yeah. both work and your 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 home life clashing against each other that can cause yeah. you to get burned out. Um and in that case at the same time, which is just that's <laughs> I mean everybody's been at work and you get that text and you look at it and you're yep. like what do you want me to do? I I'm at work. Like I can't, you know. Yeah, that sucks, but I can't, but you feel that even if you can't do anything about it, you get that text, you know, so and so's sick or the water heater broke and it's like I I'm, I'm at work. I can't, but immediately you feel, well, that's I, now when I get off work, that's I'm dealing with that. You know? And all I of will a sudden, say that does I tie ch- into a a a previous podcast that we've had though, because I have never changed a water heater before. Um, yeah. Well, now, now you but know. I figured it out that week. So I I felt very I felt very mainly the other day. Um, the water heater stopped working, but the pilot light went out, and I lit it by myself. Bravo! Sir. After I called, after I called my dad, and he walked <laughs> me through how to do it, but. I did it by myself and I felt great about that. I was afraid of blowing myself and my whole family up completely because of the guy. I don't like the gas flame situation. Just gas. It's, just, eh, it's just not, it's not a fun time, but nobody's dead. And now we have hot water. Um, but this, this whole thing was not whole thing was prompted, but, um, I had to go to the doctor a couple weeks ago cause I've been having like chest pains. And I was like, well, this is not, I'm, 31 years old. I shouldn't be having chest pains at this point. Old man. Um, may, you know, maybe five years from now, but not, hey. you know, not now. <laughs> nice one. It's good. And I get, you know, they do all the tests and, you know, everything looks fine. And he, yeah, yeah you tell me about work and home life and yada, yada, yada. And he goes, you're stressed. You're, you're stressed. You're burned out. Okay. What do I do? He goes, well, you need to do one of two things you either need to figure out how to handle it or one of three things figure out how to handle it go to therapy or start taking medication for it well i don't want to start taking medication for it um that's the last thing on my list and then the other option was therapy and then immediately just like you know the stupid caveman in me was like therapy like i don't i don't need therapy I'll handle, I'll deal with it. And so far I've been dealing with it. Just, just recognizes the situation, understanding I need to relax or whatever, but it just got me thinking of like the stigma of I'm a man. I don't need, I don't need help. You know what I mean? And even that aspect of it, because to this point right now, it's been minor and the pain has been reduced and I feel fine and everything's good. But there was part of me and I'm just like, that thinks like that's so stupid of me to just immediately disregard the therapy thing just because, well, I'm a, I'm a man. I don't need, I don't need help. You know what I mean? I don't need a shrink, but just looking at that, it's like, why, why do, why do we do that? Pride. Cause it was like a knee jerk reaction. You know what I mean? It's always pride. Men have pride. Yeah. Dads have pride. <laughs> men have pride. Yeah. It's always a prideful yeah. thing. That's true. Yeah. It's probably more that, more that than anything, but I felt dumb, you know, I was just like, why would I, you know, there's, we know we're, we're good friends with somebody who's a, not a therapist, but, um, or no, 
I don't remember, but he's a psychologist. Yeah, I don't know. Degree. It was just kind of weird. Um, psycho, yeah, a psychology degree, but that just kind of got me thinking of like you know, obviously the world is changing rapidly in front of our eyes, but like society's expectations towards dad and men versus what's actually realistic. Um, and it's not realistic to take on all the things that we should or maybe can, because at the end of the day, like you said, Ryan, like we start giving ourselves here, 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 here. Next thing you know, it's 10% here. It's 15% there. It's 25% there. And now I'm doing a lot of stuff really bad at it. And it's just like, yeah, but I, I don't know. I still feel like, and maybe I shouldn't, but I still feel like it's a sign of weakness. Um, if I, I don't know if the right word is admit, um, but be like, yeah, I need, I need to get well, some so, external help. I don't know. Do you guys still feel like that's a thing? I no, don't. So all I was going to say my, is, on my end, I, go ahead, Drew. I think it's okay to ask for help. Um, but I think you need to have the self-awareness to ask for the physical help before you get to the point of needing the psychological mm -hmm. help. Um, if you see one area where you're starting to struggle or mm -hmm. strain with your performance where you're yes. not able to give 100% anymore, that's where I think you start to not necessarily fully tap somebody else in where you're you're turning yourself off to that topic but certainly you can reach out to your dad for help when you don't know how to figure out why your water heater start, stopped working ask him for help do a FaceTime call ask a neighbor ask somebody from church ask a friend mm -hmm. there are so many people out here and so many other dads you should be able to reach out to other people for help without necessarily having to hire a handyman to get something done. Um, and that's, I think, where we need to do better as dads is creating an environment right. where dads can help dads with projects, with things, with coaching, with whatever. Um, you know, if you're moving and you're trying to do it all on your own, why? Um, ask for help. Like, sure, it's a pride thing in doing it yourself, but I think I think yeah, having a community impossible. around you, whether that's family, whether that's friends, whether that's church, um, you need to learn to tap other people in so that you could go do a baseball game and be a coach for your son's team because that's important and he's only going to be five years old once. So I, mm -hmm. I think, yes, you need to ask for help, but I think you need to recognize w earlier on when you need to ask for help. Yeah what types of help I think what you said right there um the community mm -hmm. thing it's so important especially if you're a dad is to have a a couple other dads that you're good that know your family and you know their family um that's so it's funny you said that that just a, a super super quick story I was at work I were I live an hour away my wife absolutely eviscerated the tire and wheel on our car by slamming into God knows what pothole at, I don't know what speed, but <laughs> this thing looked like a taco when she was done with it. And she calls me and she, Hey honey, I just, I got a flat tires and you got a flat wheel. That's different, but I'm an hour away. I can't go, you know, I, I'm not going to drop everything I'm doing at work to go. You're going to have to call a tow truck or, you know, by the time I get there, you could have a tow truck could be there. 
but we group messaged, she group messaged, um, you know, a little community that we're in and right. in 10 minutes, a buddy of mine, uh, who is also a, a dad understood the situation. Yep. I'm nearby. comes by, swaps the tire out done. And I was like, Oh man, like just what of, what a feeling of not only instant relief because all right, now that's a problem I don't have to deal with, but the overall feeling of, man, that's, that's good to know if something like that happens. Your wife was taken care of. Exactly. In a time of need when Mm -hmm. you couldn't necessarily drive an hour. Right. To be there. Yeah. Because we can't always be there. And it was just, it was like, man, it was like, that is a really, that's a big, big thing. So I, I think that, that more than anything, the community thing, like you said, is, can be huge, especially when you live, I mean, you know, if you're not, if you don't live by family, I don't live by my family anymore. Um, so we have to, we have mm-hmm. to go make friends. We have to do, we have to really reach out and be intentional about those things. Cause when you're on an Island by yourself, it sucks. It really does. Um, and it ratchets up all cause now you really, if you're by yourself, if you're living, you know, if you just moved to a new place there's nobody there and, and that's, that's really not a fun feeling. So yeah, I think that's a, a good, possibly Creating the biggest the key right there. You, um, you, you need to, you need to find and create the community yeah, very creating the community. And, and, but it start with your spouse yeah. and, and, and you should, uh, that's what I was going to say when Drew kind of sure. um, chimed in there. Yanni and I have a thing like as an attorney, she gets burnt out frequently um, just with work, let alone all the other stuff. And it's sure we have an understanding and it, it may not be the most healthy and, and not everybody. Um, uh, it's not the easiest financially, but we know like after this, she on the drive home today, she saw how I looked after the game and she's like, we are going through a really stressful time right now. Let's plan a tip t- trip to Disney into July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, but there's a recognition that, yeah, that's hey, good though. Just we need a break. Plan a break. Inten- plan a break. Recognize this. You yeah. t- like, even if she wasn't feeling the stress, I know that I could go to her and say, I'm feeling stress. And she would take that as a, okay, let's plan a getaway. Let's plan time together. Let's that's plan. huge. And she, and it's vice versa. She knows if she's stressed out, she can come to me. And so that kind of starts the community. That's not going to be mm-hmm. your answer every time. You're not going to be able to do that every time. A lot of times your spouse is under the same stress you are and getting away just isn't an option. Um, but I think it has to start there. And then you build your community. She's going to have friends at work. You're going to have friends. You're going to connect with people. Um, Even if it's just, hey, I know you had a stressful day at work. I'll put the kids to bed. Why don't you? I got a dartboard down in my right. garage. Why don't you go and play some darts? It it seems small and insignificant, but it's like, whew, okay, you're putting the kids to bed. I can take a shower. I can go play some darts. I can just decompress for 45 minutes. And that goes a long, long way. And, you know, it, dads, men, if you're listening to this, uh, return the favor to your wives because you that's start it. They're, they're feeling it. This is a dad podcast. That's what we're talking about this side of it, but they feel it if not more than us. So yeah. it's, Yanni, but that's a good, but that's a great give and take to have to know that, okay, I don't feel guilty going to my wife and saying, Hey, I need a break and she won't feel guilty coming to you about it. And that's where it. you get that. Don't yeah, be afraid. Absolutely. I mean, and that, that as a guy is not a hard thing to do. Yanni's like favorite, Drew said, I, we got pride. I we could argue that Yanni's favorite moment last month was she came home from work after a very, very stressful day and she said she needed a minute. And I said, go upstairs. I got the kids. It's she huge. went upstairs. She took a bath. She took 20 yep. minutes in the dark on her phone. Not 20 minutes. She took like an hour. 
Um, and honestly, <laughs> it wasn't that hard. No, but it's, but for an hour with two kids, it's like, Hey, watch TV for a little bit. I'm going to cook no fighting. Right. And you kind of handle it. And, but that hour yeah. of her just being able to know that I got it. And if you Teach. start it, you're going to get it reciprocated. You'll get you yeah, Absolutely. So yeah. Take I, the first step. I think those are all good things. The community thing that take the first step. And I mean, just don't be afraid to admit, Hey, I'm overwhelmed. I'm burned out because if you don't admit it, you're just going to keep going and going and going until you're absolutely cooked. And it not only sucks for you, it sucks for everybody around you because you're miserable. I've been there. Um, and it's, it's not a good time. Um, but well, I, I hope some of that helped. If you're listening, I hope you took a couple things from that, but that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Please, please, please listen, subscribe, like, share, send us all the money you want. We'll gladly accept it. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore common underscore dad and on Facebook at the common dad. And as always, leave that five star review and we will read it. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 